0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Getting Spooky with Knox. I am your host, Knox, and today we'll be discussing the Nth Room case. Before we begin, I would like to mention trigger warnings. This is a very disturbing case. Anyone below the age of 18 should not listen to this episode of my podcast. It talks of rape, sexual acts towards minors, and various things such as eating feces and drinking urine. Although, I don't think I mentioned those specifically, but they are part of the case. And those are just examples of some of the things that have gone on in this case. So if you feel like you will be triggered by any of those topics, please do not listen to this episode. Your mental health um, and well-being are more important to me than listens on an episode. So again, if you're triggered by rape, sexual acts towards minors, so statutory rape, and uh, various other sexual acts, then please do not listen. I wanted to discuss this case because it is currently taking place in South Korea, and I wanted to bring awareness to it because I don't know how many people on a western scale know about it. Um, so I just, I really wanted to talk about this. I will be saying various dates throughout the episode to let you know when I got my information and to let you know of any updates that have happened. When I wrote this script, it was currently April 2nd of 2020. Today is May 7th of 2020 and I did add some updates today. Um, so you may hear just random dates throughout this uh, this episode because it is currently still under investigation. And yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say about that. So um, I started the script on April 2nd of 2020. And I updated it to, up, excuse me, updated it today. um, So May 7th of 2020. Any information that follows after the episode has been published will be released in a new episode. Again, no one under the age of 18 should listen to this podcast episode, and please be advised of trigger warnings. I will give fair warning before talking about the triggering topics, but since this case is full of triggering topics, I suggest possibly not listening to it at all if this subject matter is harmful to you in any way. I want to share cases with you, but I don't want to cause anyone distress. Like I said, your mental well being is more important to me than getting views or listens. Let's begin. The Anthroom case is a sexual exploitation case that has been happening in South Korea. The Anthrooms are chat rooms on a popular messaging app called Telegram. In these chat rooms, viewers could watch illegal porn and violent acts against women. The people in these chats could get the women, some of these women were minors, to do things that they wanted them to do because they had a hold of personal information. One of the ringleaders of this chat room went by the name Paksa which translates to professor. Cho Bin is one of the leaders of the chat and is now in police custody. He was said to be one of the members that would take the money that would allow you to get into the group chats to view the video footage of everything going on. This is not a new case, though. It has recently been gaining a lot of media attention. Police have been investigating these rooms since September of last year, so 2019. They have said to have discovered at least 15,000 usernames. This doesn't necessarily mean that there are only 15,000 people using these chat rooms. Others could have borrowed or possibly even had multiple chat rooms, but since, or, you know, usernames. But since you have to pay money to get in, I doubt that there were multiple, like, multiple people using multiple usernames. Like, it just, that doesn't make sense, but you never know. The police have collected nine cell phones, but on seven of the ones they've investigated, they haven't found anything important pertaining to the case on those. The last two cell phones that they have can't be opened because they are locked and Cho-Chu-Bin isn't cooperating with the police. This isn't a shocker to me because of course he would want to protect these vile chat rooms and their users from being discovered. Now on the other hand Cho Cho Cho-bin has admitted to his crimes so the police know that he is one of the culprits but he won't cooperate with the cell phones. The president of South Korea Moon Jae-in has also promised that the government would take strong action and would punish all those that were responsible for these chat rooms. Celebrities such as Moon Moon Ga Young, and Baek Ye-ren have been urging people to sign a petition to reveal all the names of the people that are responsible and belong to these chat rooms. If you wish to sign the petition, all you have to do is look up the nth room case on Twitter and you should be able to find people who have retweeted the the petition. I'm sorry, I keep messing up. Other celebrities like Eric Nam, EXO's Baekhyun and Chanyeol, Geary Boy, Jun Kyo-sung, Girls Days, Heri, and many others have taken to speak out against the case and urge people to take action against this. Please note I am now about to get into more serious topics of this podcast. I will be talking about a victim who has come forward and spoken out against the abuse she suffered under these chat rooms. Please be warned that um, if this topic is triggering to you, you may want to stop listening. To get into one of these chat rooms, you had to pay anywhere from 250,000 Korean won, which is about 1 000, no, I'm sorry, which is about $199.07 USD to 1,550,000 million Korean won, which is equivalent to $1,234.20 USD. At this time, 74 victims have been identified by the police. The, one, the woman that came forward to speak up decided that she wanted the world to know the horror that she had suffered. Her name is not revealed, and even if it had, I would not share it here. When she was being used by these chat rooms, she it was in 2018, and she was a minor. Here is what she had to say. When she was in the chat rooms, she was in middle school, so she was anywhere between the age of 12 to 16. She said that... At the time, she needed money for personal living expenses, and she went looking for a job on the app. She got a response from someone offering her 4 million won a month and told her that if she were interested, then she should contact them. She and the person chatted for a bit, and then he suggested that they move to the messaging app Telegram. When she did that, the man asked her for her bank account so that he could send the money to her. She said at the time she had faith in the man she was speaking to. She had no idea what she was about to get herself into. He then gave her a new cell phone, so on top of having her bank account, he also got her address so that he could send her the phone that he had promised. He then began asking her for pictures of her body and soon ones that included her face. She seemed uncomfortable doing this, but he turned around and told her that he had bought her a present, the phone, and that she basically owed him that she had to do this. She did as he said and then he instructed her to play with herself and that she should leave her school uniform on. He told her to put on her stockings and rip them and use her school supplies to play with herself. She said that he told her to use a pen. She said that as she filmed the first video, she started to bleed. He got the video with her bleeding, and she told him that it hurt a lot and that she wasn't comfortable doing this. He told her to keep doing it until the end, and she did, but she was in pain the entire time. She kept doing it because he had a lot of personal information on her. He had her face, her bank account where she lived, her voice, and she was afraid that if she stopped, he would out her. She thinks that in her time, she made over 40 videos. She hasn't been able to sleep much since the incident. She also has bipolar disorder and, dis- and depression. She said that she felt as though she couldn't leave the house because she would be stalked. She believes that there are more victims and that a lot of them are minors, just like she was. When asked how the person should be punished, she said that he should rot in jail, which I completely agree with. I, as my dad would say, I think he belongs under the jail. From here, I'm going to share other information that some people who infiltrated these chat rooms shared. There's more disturbing information here, so please again be aware that these topics may be triggering to some. If you feel like you may not be able to handle this, please stop listening. Your mental health is more important. People reported that there were underage girls barking like dogs, girls lying naked on men's rooms floors, and some where they were masturbating. One video showed a girl who appeared to be in middle school trapped in a motel and men would come in and rape her before leaving. At the time, the video footage was live. One time, girls were forced to carve Paksa and slave into their skin and it was a way to show the viewers that these girls belonged to him. Another victim came forward and said that she and the man she was chatting with became close and that he even said that she should be a model. She went to a photo shoot but she realized that something was wrong and when she tried to back out the man threatened her and told her that she that he would take her to court for fraud once again he had her bank account he made her pose in a sleeveless slip and socks he then threatened to distribute her pictures and requested that she start sending videos of herself to him she went through this for a year She says that one day the threatening messages just stopped, but she still Googles herself to see if her videos have been leaked to the public. She said that she wanted to go public because she wanted to put a stop to all of this so that no other women or girls would have to go through what she was going through. She wants to make sure that this crime is put to a stop. Update as of May 7th, 2020. In April two thousand twenty, the South Korean Army released the name and photo of a man currently enlisted in the South Korean Army that is suspected to be a part of the case. His name is Lee Min Ho, and he is currently nineteen. They believe that Min Ho is one of the men that has been distributing the explicit content of the victims of the Anthroem case. Eighteen-year-old Kang Hyun has also been indicted as in the case as well. He is said to have produced and distributed the material. He is also been accused of recruiting members to the chat rooms. He is also believed to have blackmailed 18 women, seven of which are minors. And that is currently all I have on this case. And like I said, I will keep you updated as more information comes out. And I just want to say, please be careful of who you're talking to on the internet. I know that not everyone is nice and they're try to trick you into doing things like these men have done with these women so again please just be careful and please stay safe if you have any questions or comments or if you would like to request a paranormal event urban legends true crime Mythological Monster, or Secret societies episode, you can email me at getspookywithme at gmail.com, message me through my Twitter at Spooky or message me through my website, which is linked in my Twitter bio. Next week, I'll be doing a paranormal episode on James Dean's car, Little Bastard. I will talk to you all later. Bye.